A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, the good news to start you off on a Friday morning is it's warmer out there this morning than it was yesterday morning at this time, and it looks like it's going to improve. Come on in, everybody. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee. So glad you're along with us. So for today, we're going to see partly sunny skies. We're warming up to around 75. Heads up that we've got about a 50% chance of an afternoon shower impacting a good chunk of our listing area. Temperatures tonight will drop down to around 44. Partly sunny skies tomorrow and 67. Sunday, partly sunny skies and 75. And then Monday, partly sunny skies, 77 degrees. Of course, a lot of folks are going to be uh, moving around this week weekend, especially around the Alliant Energy Center grounds. Cows coming in from across the United States as well as Canada for World Dairy Expo. And of course, exhibitors will set up on Monday. Right now, it looks like this forecast is going to be welcoming to both. Stu Ag Meteorologist has weather details. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM farm we probably should devote more than just one week a year to farm safety but that's what we get and we're getting set to pretty much wrap up farm safety week bob bosel at the northern end of the world's longest barn and pam uh, so far so good we haven't seen a rash of farm accidents but it would behoove farmers every once in a while maybe put it on the calendar every few months go out and Check around the barn, around the machine shed, make sure everything's in good shape. Yeah, you're right, Bob. You know, think about things that you notice every day, but maybe don't slow down to fix. The panel that is still missing on a piece of equipment or a light that's burned out should be replaced. You know it's there, but maybe you just haven't taken time to do it. We'd really like you to take time and take care of those things today so everybody's operating safely. Angela Bunker is another one of those folks that hopes you'll take time to think safety first. She's the Senior Loss Control Specialist with American Family Insurance, and I asked her to give us a little bit of a checklist on what we might want to keep an eye on when it comes to operating safely this harvest. I think, first of all, we're going to go into a busy, super busy harvest season. And we've had some crazy weather this year. We all know the crazy weather patterns that are out there. So sometimes we're dealing with dry conditions and some people are dealing with very wet conditions. So what we're always trying to tell people this time of year is, hey, gear up, get that machinery in tip-top order and make sure that your lights are working properly. Make sure you have a good fire extinguisher on your implement that you have and make sure those slow-moving vehicle signs are on that machinery. Um, We just had a loss on... just not too long ago that we had someone who did not pull onto the highway with their lights on and um, they ended up in a crash and that costs the farmer money and it also costs, you know, the insurance company money. So what we want everybody to do and our whole thing, everybody always says, let's control safety. Yes, but our whole intent is that we want everyone, every farmer, every employee, every person to go home at the end of the day 
in one piece back to their family. You know, your point is well taken, though. Uh, being slipshod when it comes to safety costs all of us money. Uh, has uh, American Family Insurance ever done an evaluation on uh, what it saves by taking those special measures? Well, one of the things that we rely on a lot is a lot of pool statistics. We have individual statistics in our in-home, but we also in-house, but we also have a lot of those outside statistics. And one of the things that um, national safety studies have done is that they believe that when you do have an accident, um, there are things called direct costs and indirect costs. And I'm just going to use a super easy number here. Um, usually losses are higher than this, but we're just going to go with $100. Let's say you have that $100 loss. You have someone that... Um, you know, you ran into them or something happened and it was a $100 loss. And yes, your insurance company minus your deductible is going to take care of you and those type of things. But what a lot of um, farmers and a lot of people in agriculture um, don't always think of is all the indirect costs. And those safety um, professionals, those safety organizations, including um, like our safety um, company with American Family, what we've researched is, is that most of the time that indirect cost is eight to 10 times what that direct cost was. So direct cost $100, take it times eight, that's $800. Take it times 10, that's a thousand. And that's a thousand dollars of your time and your efforts that are not going to be reimbursed in regards to time, um, maybe with an attorney. Maybe it's time going to try to hire a new employee. And we all know how wonderful it is right now <laughs> trying to hire employees. It's just hard. The market is very, you know, it, it's a, it's a, we don't have a huge pool. And then the other thing, too, is just um, retraining those employees or taking the time to fix things or even locate the proper machinery or if something was um, damaged. Um, so all those indirect costs are which seem to really drive those. And a lot of times we don't think about those in agriculture because we just think, oh, because well, we're busy and we're trying to get things done. But when we take that extra time, we don't have time then to um, dedicate those to our animals and to our, um, you know, our crops and things like that. So we always say, um, if you do see that loss, a lot of times it's eight to 10 times more on the indirect costs, which those are just um, valuable resources that you're not getting to utilize. Well, and the other thing is, if it's your own personal injury, something that happens to you physically, then we're talking about you being removed from the equation of getting work done and rehabilitation that can be not only expensive, but frustrating. It is. And that's the other thing, too, is at the end of the day, I think, and that's that's our key, we always... We always say um, every employee, every person, every insured home safely at in the evening, and that's what we want. Um, and we want all those um, people involved in agriculture to get back home, to have dinner at the dinner table when they get a quick minute, because that is so vital. And um, we don't want anyone to be injured. Um, just it's it's such a you know it, it's hard and it's hard to get. Um, it's a hard. Agriculture is a wonderful lifestyle, but it's also difficult. It's a lot of work, and all hands on deck whenever we can get them. We really need them. Absolutely. Angela Bunker is along with us, a senior loss control specialist with American Family Insurance. Angela, what are some of the most common hazards that you see or people should be aware of when it comes to any type of agriculture operation? Um, that I think that is a wonderful question, and that's one, too, that a lot of times if I throw out that question, hey, what do you think is the number one? Um, it, it's always a, a number. It, they'll give a number of answers, but um, manure storage facilities and collection structures, those are huge. Um, they can um, propose drowning hazards, inhalation hazards. Also, um, a lot of times if we don't have proper um, barricades up so that, um, you know, skid steers and things like that can't just drive into them on occasion, we want to make sure that 
people aren't people and animals are not getting into those manure storage facilities. Um, warning signs, you know, fences, ladders, ropes, anything like that is so important so that we can make sure that that warning signs are there. People aren't just getting into those or they're not driving into those. That's a huge one. Um, another one we see a lot in the work comp part of things is crushed by hazards, and that can be a lot from the animal handling. A lot of times um, I tell people if you can get your workforce and have someone come in and speak to them on animal behavior or animal handling, just basics, because um, cows don't like to be rushed and you know no type of livestock likes to be rushed so it's key especially with our um, workforce that we have we're really trying we're really having to um, train a lot of them from ground zero and when we can um, go over just that proper handling and and sometimes I always tell people um, you have to slow down to get fast Sometimes it's just slowing down the whole animal handling procedures to, um, you know, get get the job done and it'll go a lot quicker. Another one that we talk about a lot too is like with skid steer and tractor safety is just making sure that, you know, so we don't, we want to prevent rollovers. We want to um, prevent those backing into claims, that type of thing. And then that ever um, present um, electrical hazards. If you've got those electrical cords that are frayed and damaged, get rid of them. Take a trip to your local hardware store and get a new one Um, because it just doesn't, um, it doesn't pay to have those electrical shocks and don't run those electrical cords through doors and um, door frames or where there's water present. And a lot of times we get busy, we don't think about those things, but it's so vital and um, we don't want to have anyone injured uh, in those situations. Right. I can't tell you how many times a blown fuse, you kind of don't don't pay a lot of attention to it, but boy, as she said, folks, uh, make it safe and uh, don't ignore those kinds of things. Angela Bunker is the Senior Loss Control Specialist with American Family Insurance. You know, you bring up a lot of different elements that any one farm should be paying attention to and Angela, if I'm trying to put together a protocol for my farm, if I'm trying to mitigate some of those risks, I probably am not thinking of everything when I sit down at the table to try to devise that. Are there other resources available, available places where farms can turn if they're trying to put together some best practices? Yeah, there is actually quite a bit of um, information out there. And I always tell people, um, hit up your um, extension offices, your UW extension offices. They have a lot of resources and a lot of information that is available. Um, the other thing, and I, I'm here as your insur- as an insurance person, um, insurance providers have so many resources. And they'll usually have a loss control team that will work with you. And that's, that's my job. Um, and it's it's they have a lot of resources that come with them that are available. And a lot of them are usually at no cost. It's it's an added value to your insurance program, and they can help get you started, get you pointed in the right direction. A lot of times, they'll also um, one of the nice features I believe with loss control is they'll come out and they'll look at your facility. It's an extra set of eyes when you're there every day. You tend to miss things. It happens on my farm. I mean, I'll be like, well, I didn't notice that, and I should have, but I walked by it 20 times. Um, so an extra set of eyes can point out and help you with those safety, um, safety, and that safety information. No one ever wants to talk about OSHA, but OSHA.gov has some wonderful training material and some um, templates and things like that for written programs. And, and then your local organizations, um, from even your you know, local 4-H and FFA chapters and things like that, a lot of times they'll put on some safety information or, or assist in some of those. And then just your general industry meetings, I always tell people, make sure you're going to those. Um, and um, if you want to utilize some of our American Family Resources, um, amfam.com has some really great loss control um, 
information. And then I always tell you to contact your agent. Your agent will also be able to provide you some additional details. Uh, but there's a lot out there. And I think a lot of times um, people, they're a little overwhelmed when they start and that's okay. Find those experts and have them help you with it. Because once you break it down, um, a lot of it ends up being really correlated with just some general common sense. Right. Peace of mind, that is for sure. Not just for you, but for your family, for your employees. Angela Bunker along with us, Senior Loss Control Specialist. It is a busy time of the year. But then again, when isn't it busy on an average Wisconsin farm? And like you said, Angela, uh, taking these simple steps one at a time. You don't have to become overwhelmed, but make it your mission to operate safely. Because you don't want to be involved in any of those tragic conversations that we were talking about earlier. Definitely. And a couple other ones too, just, you know, make sure your guards are on your power takeoffs. I think that's so important. And then one that's really close and dear and near to my heart is um, grain bin entry. Um, make sure that you're following those proper grain bin um, storage and not just having people go into bins. I think that's really key. And include all of your family members. I think this is so key. All your family members and all your employees or anyone that even helps you out on a, you know, even if it's a limited basis, include them in on those safety conversations because it is so vital. And um, like you said, Pam, at the end of the day, we want to make sure everybody gets back to the house in one piece. Yep. And that is a statement we can all endorse. Thanks, Angela. Angela Bunker, along with a senior loss control specialist with American Family Insurance during this National Farm Safety Week. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. I do solely swear federal employee. that I will support and defend. I am a customs and border protection officer. My job is to keep my country Against safe. Against all enemies. We work to make the national banking system safe and sound. I am proud to work for America. Go to theyworkforus.org. Odds are you're hiring to free up time, not lose more. With Indeed, you get the platform that delivers four times more hires than all other sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Post a job and say you're hired. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevick's for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent DePaul, helping our neighbors in need. 
From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, as promised, it's a little warmer out there this morning than it was yesterday at this time, but what's ahead? Time for your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update and our man Stu Muck, Ag Meteorologist, joining us. Yeah, like you said, uh, better out there this morning. I can't say that it's warm by any stretch of the imagination, but at least not, uh, it, not seeing any frost advisories. Right. We don't have that that chilly, chilly feeling out there. Sure, it may not be as warm as you'd like, but uh, let me put that in perspective, too, just because we can. Our normal nighttime lows, uh, Madison cooler at 48, La Crosse should be around 51. Everybody else falls right in that range. You know, that's not too bad. This morning, we're just in the upper 40s and low 50s, so right around that normal level, it's where we should be. Yeah, we have to remember we're in the later part of September. But now there is a cool front building in from the west. That cool front has pulled on into northern Minnesota, extending from the northeast into the west central part of the state. And the radar is indicating that there is rain involved. Scattered showers, you know, just light rain, but scattering all the way from northwest Minnesota back into the Dakotas. That development will slowly work east and southeast today. And I expect that we'll talk about some rain chance, most likely mid or late afternoon in western Wisconsin, late afternoon, then into the evening, further east and south. Not going to amount to much as we've talked about, a tenth of an inch or two, maybe a quarter inch to report if we're that lucky. The bigger changes behind that cool front, we do stay a little cooler for Saturday. In fact, only in the mid-60s for highs, that's around five or six degrees cooler than normal, but it's not going to be staying cool for a long time. In fact, we start to warm up Sunday right into next week. Talked about the extended forecast here lately on into early October. I expect we stay on the above normal side temperature-wise. We'll have forecast details right after this. The Wisconsin Soybean Association works hard to share the voices of Wisconsin soybean growers at the state and national level. And you can become a member at badgerbean.com. Besides a voice in Washington, WSA members receive free seed, discounted event tickets, and products. Not to mention news on the latest in soybean research and technology. And being a member of the Wisconsin Wisconsin Soybean Association also makes you a member of the American Soybean Association. So join today at BadgerBean.com and help the Wisconsin Soybean Association go to work for you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All righty, Stu, plan my weekend for me. How's it looking? Gee, man, if I could plan it, it would include a lot of napping. But anyway. Uh, let's talk about some morning sun, but the clouds roll in today. Showers developing midday or afternoon, lacrosse and Boston, later afternoon and evening, the further you are east and south. Now, I still expect a breezy, mild day up in the mid 70s, and the south winds 5 to 15. They could gust up around 25 or 30. Still, that chance of showers lasting into the nighttime. Mostly cloudy skies. We fall back into the mid-40s with west winds at 5 to 15. Sunny, a little breezy, but still comfortable Saturday. 
Let's talk mid-60s with west winds 5 to 15, gusting to 25, mostly sunny Sunday. How about that? Mid-70s, southwest winds 5 to 10, could be up around 15 now and again. And with that sunshine, upper 70s on Monday, Pam, we could have an 80 as we look toward midweek almost anywhere. So mild air is returning. Holy kitten, an 80. That would be a nice uh, surprise for a lot of folks. And staying dry is a good thing, especially at this stage in the game, huh? Well, that's right. If we can cut back on the the mud we have to churn up getting the harvest done, it's going to be all right. Yeah, you got it. All right, buddy. Enjoy your weekend. Get those naps in, okay? Oh, I'm going to try all I can. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Thanks, Stu. See ya. See ya. Stu Mock, our Ag Meteorologist with weather details and good direction for the weekend. All right, that is your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update on a Friday. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Landscape Envy? That's what you create when you add Kalani Wash Decorative Stone to your landscape. Choose from our selection of multicolored stones for around trees, shrubs, and under decks. Plus, we offer gravel stone for walkways, driveways, and a base for patio bricks and retaining walls. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. And good-looking decorative stone. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural-looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. In Disney's The Lion King, and in our world, fatherhood plays an important role. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov to learn more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala. When you ride a motorcycle, you can face serious risks from cars around you. It's a fact. Some car drivers don't watch for motorcycles, and they don't see you. Even if they do, some cars don't give bikes the space they need to drive safely. A collision between a motorcycle and a car can be devastating. If this happens to you, we can help. At Clifford and Rihala, we know that motorcycle riders can suffer life-changing injuries in a crash, and we can help you recover the compensation you deserve. If you or someone you care for has been in a motorcycle crash, Call Clifford and Rihala for a free consultation. We'll fight to help you receive your maximum recovery. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com.
Jewelry is always the perfect gift for that special someone. You want to go to Goodman's Jewelers, where they have the experience and patience to work with you to find that perfect diamond. Pendant necklace, diamond earrings, engagement ring. It'll be a one of a kind and all yours at Goodman's Jewelers, a couple blocks from the Capitol on State Street. On August 25th, 2021, the Madison Police Department was contacted by a Wisconsin resident living outside of Dane County. The reporting party told MPD that they received a call from a 608 area code. The caller identified himself as a fundraiser working on behalf of MPD collecting money for injured officers. When reporting the incident, the reporting party said they did not provide any money to the caller and that the caller hung up when the reporting party told them they were uncomfortable with the call. MPD is not involved in any telephone-based fundraising efforts and will not attempt to collect funds over the phone for any reason. MPD would like to remind residents to be extremely cautious if providing funds to anyone over the phone. Never provide funds in the form of gift cards and contact your local police department if you're suspicious of a call you have received. If you have any information regarding similar calls, please contact the Madison Police Department at 255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. This looks like a car. Has tires. Headlights, a hood. Windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them, too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. A uh, lot better of a game, right, than uh, that Saints game. They come out and take care of business against the Lions. I have to ask you real quick right away. I was feeling a little uneasy at halftime, and then I guess Matt LaFleur had to go tell Joe Barry to change things up. What's with that defense, dude? Or is this going to be a problem all year? Uh, short answer, yes, E-boy. I, I, I think so. Um, at least until Darius comes back. And we'll... You know, we'll see when that you know mysterious back injury cures itself. Um, at, at at what point in time? That certainly has a lot of people in the organization scratching their head and and asking questions. What you know? What exactly is is? Is up it with weird that? that I don't like buy that? Like so, something a part of me feels fishy about the whole situation. Is that wrong yeah, for me to feel that way? Not, and yeah, and you're certainly not the only one, Evo. I mean, there's there's members of the organization that question it as well and, and are wondering what the bleep is going on, uh, you know, with, with Zedarius. You know, you you saw he was a little bit of a mystery guy coming, you know, back to back to camp. And, you know, he, he had that, uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or an Instagram post about his house, you know, being yep. up for sale. And, then he know, wasn't and, captain. And then, and then after he wasn't an elected a captain, right, he, he, he had kind of a, you know, again, a very mysterious tweet. So, well, you know, I know he wants T.J. Watt-level kind of money, Evo, and, and, and I know he's not super thrilled about that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to question when a, when a player says he's hurt if, if he is or not. But, but, but there are certainly elements here that, that kind of raise your eyebrows. Um, but, Evo, on the, the, you know, the defense on a whole, it, it is largely inexcusable. Um, you know, communication breakdowns in the secondary – Seven touchdowns that they've allowed here in the past game, 
in the first two weeks. That's more than any Packer team in, you know, the 100-plus years now that they've played football. I mean, that that's a franchise worst, and we thought the secondary would be a strength. Now, a large part of that is they're not getting any pass rush, um, and, and even guys like Goff are standing back there five seconds and, and have all day to, to pick them apart. I mean, I, I think teams, and you'll see this on Sunday night, like the 49ers are going are gonna to have success running the football against that front. Um, you know, I, I find no fault whatsoever in, in Matt LaFleur jumping in there and giving his suggestions and, and probably telling Joe Barry exactly what to do different in the second half. That, that to me, is kind of what a good boss does. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if your ratings, and, and I know this will never happen, you know, if, if your ratings ever slip, Evo, no you, know, you know, your boss might come to you and say, do, do A, B, or C differently, and that, that's his job as a boss. And, and that, you know, that, that is... Matt LaFleur's job as Joe Barry's boss is is to tell him, hey, I think this will work better or that will work better, and, and, and it certainly did in the second half. Now, I think there were a couple of factors, too, though, Evo, that played into that. The rain came, I think, at the perfect time for Green Bay. Uh, they got a lead. They turned the Lions one-dimensional, and they were able to get after the quarterback a little bit better in the second half than they were in the first, and they took the ball away a couple of times. Keep in mind, that's against the worst team, though, in the NFC. That's against one of the three or four worst teams in football. What's going to happen here now over the next, you know, 15 weeks, Evo, when, you know, when, they, when they see really good teams like they will Sunday against the 49ers, when they see Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, when they see Kyler Murray right in the, in the Cardinals, when they see Patrick Mahomes, for God's sake, and the Chiefs, when they see Matthew Stafford and the Rams, um, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. This schedule is a beast, Debo, yeah. and and there aren't a lot of great signs early on that that defense is going to you know slow down any of those teams that I just mentioned. Rob Reichel joining us right now, Forbes.com, Conley Media as well. Rob, one more question on the defense before we get to the offensive side of the ball. When is Eric Stokes going to be starting over Kevin King? Great question. Maybe maybe Sunday night, Evo. I mean, it's, it's got to happen sooner than later, right? And and then they experimented a little bit with uh, moving King inside to the slot. And, and 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 like for example, and and they may mix and match parts here week to week, Evo, based on matchups and opponents and things like that. But when you kind of look at it, Kevin King has the body type and. Um, I want to say skill set, but but I'm not sure Kevin King has the skill set. Um, you know, to, to to go and line up at least against a guy like Kittle um, come come Sunday night, and maybe that maybe that's a matchup you know that the Packers like, and they kick him inside, and then they move Stokes and, and Alexander on the outside. I mean, I do think they have options um, in terms of what they want to do there. The, the bottom line um, in the, in the whole thing, Evo, is Stokes has showed already. He's ready to play. You know, he, he, he probably needs 50, 60, 70 snaps a game. Uh, you know, I, I, I said it through training camp. I, I think they hit it here with this rookie. You're in year five of the Kevin King uh, deal here, and, and you know, he, he's not a puppy anymore by any means, Evo. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a hardcore veteran at this point in time, and he hasn't improved. He hasn't gotten better. He's been picked on the first two weeks again. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngkin. And we're going to be doing just that on a Friday morning. Angie Horkin with the Wisconsin Beef Council is going to join us for Checkoff Chats. 
You know, now that kids are back in the classroom, the Wisconsin Beef Council wants to make sure that they have the opportunity to learn about Wisconsin beef, how it's raised, and how they can use it in menu items. But the staff can't run all over the state doing those face-to-face presentations. So what are they doing to reach those students in the classroom? Angie's got some details for us coming up. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. So it's the 24th day of September. You know, Wisconsin's long prided itself on its cheese-making abilities. And I see that on this day back in 1857, one of the very first county cheese awards was presented. It happened in Sheboygan County. A gentleman named N.C. Harmon from Lyman was given the first premium prize for cheese that he made. That was in Sheboygan County. Happened on this day in 1857. On this day in 1869, they called it a Black Friday in the United States. A group of speculators headed by James Fisk and Jay Gould started hoarding gold, which drove prices up. The U.S. Treasury, under the orders of the president at that time, Ulysses S. Grant, sold a large amount of gold, leading to the plummeting in gold prices within the span of minutes. Black Friday, back on this day in 1869, and we've had a few since then, right? Also on this day in 1948, Honda Motor Company was founded by Sorichio Honda. The automobile manufacturer, also the world's largest producer of motorcycles, in case you didn't know. But now you do. Now, on a Friday morning, it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. You know how to spell that, don't you? S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. Dot com And Ashley Hewins back along with us. Hey, buddy, we're getting ready to uh, roll into the harvest season pretty heavy here in Wisconsin. But I see that you've got an online auction for a Wisconsin farm coming up front part of October. Tell me about that. Yeah, we do. We've got an online auction that ends October 20th uh, right over in Ellsworth. It's a Tom Springlet Estate auction. And if you want to find some really, really nice, low-houred, uh, pretty much mint shape. Uh, hay equipment. Uh, that's an auction to take a look at. They got a John Deere front wheel assist tractor with a loader on it. There's a John Deere uh, track skid loader, some New Holland hay equipment that's barely, barely used. Uh, that's something you want to check out. The value in this used farm equipment, almost regardless of ours, is just incredibly high still. You know what it is, and the new equipment isn't slowing down. There seems to be 4.5% up every year, uh, but there's hardly any equipment on the dealer lot. So then you got to look to the used equipment market and it's selling at retail prices on an auction right now. Now we were talking also about uh, the incredible interest online, a lot of inquiries on different uh, auctions. Now it is not just limited to the United States. It's not, you know, um, we don't get into antique tractor auctions. You know, it's not every day, but we just happen to have a John Deere one here last week the Kemper auction, and we had bidders from 17 different states in Canada. It's just amazing when you talk about specialty items like that. And, you know, some of them old tractors are hard to find, but to have that kind of interest out there, it's it's really, you know, pretty much all over the, the upper Midwest and Canada and all over the U.S. people are bidding from. Well, and I mentioned last time, you do not want to park your tractor at the end of the driveway or on the lawn and assume the right driver is going or the right buyer is going to come by. I mean, the the interest on all types of farm equipment. Uh, and another statistic you shared with us last week that I hadn't thought about, 
uh, your farm equipment is not likely to land, what'd you say, within 35 miles of your farmstead? It's usually the yeah. ring well beyond that, huh? Yeah, exactly. Less than 20% of your equipment will stay within 30 miles of your farm when you have a farm retirement sale. So, again, that's why advertising is important. That's why we talk about it on your radio station. And, and we do all the due diligence to do our advertising and really bring a market uh, that is nationwide instead of just local. Right. And again, I want to remind you growers, I know you're busy. You're already in the tractor cabs uh, going forward with the harvest. But uh, remember, it's easy enough. Just go to the steffisgroup.com website and you can take a look at the auctions currently scheduled. And like I said before, Ashley, sometimes when we get in those tractors, those trucks, those combines, we start thinking long term. If they want to maybe part with a couple pieces of equipment or maybe the entire uh, group, you guys are the ones that should be talking to them first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you're sitting there running the combine thinking, well, I should probably update this after this fall. Now's the time to start having those conversations of, you know, what is mine worth? What can I do to prep it that we can get it sold and have the cash in your hands so then you can go buy what you're looking for? Right. Uh, Ashley Hewen with words to live by, folks, especially if you're looking to disperse a piece or two or looking to acquire. Start first at the steffisgroup.com website. Talk to them directly, 320-693-9371, or their auction office right here in Wisconsin, 920-442-5677. The folks at the Steffis Auction Group are ready to help you out. Reconnect with the global dairy industry in Madison, September 28th through October 2nd at World Dairy Expo. Find out more about the 54th event at WorldDairyExpo.com. And don't forget to follow the action with fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee on Facebook. We'll see you there. World Dairy Expo is instrumental to the industry, keeping up with the latest innovations. Who drives demand for your milk? Stop by the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin booth at World Dairy Expo September 28th through October 2nd to learn more or visit WisconsinDairy.org. You know, with the harvest underway, a lot of our farmers today are leaning on technology, whether it's your yield monitors, whether it was drone technology when it came to monitoring that field, whether it's uh, technology to monitor the grain once it's in the bin. Really, if you've never been to a farm lately, you need to pay attention to all the technology they've invested in. But it comes at a hefty price. Now, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar and Nebraska Senator Deb Fisher have come up with an option. They've put together the Precision Agriculture Loan Act that would offer low-cost, long-term loans with rates of less than 2% and terms of 3 to 12 years in length so farmers would be able to afford new precision agriculture technology. Now, Klobuchar says this is the first of its kind. They've introduced legislation within USDA to provide these low-interest loans for purchasing technology. Klobuchar says it is just helping farmers stay competitive and efficient in a worldwide market. So that's uh, something you might want to check in with your local Farm Service Agency office on if you're interested. In this story, I do not see if it is a completed deal yet or still in the works. 
Markets are lower across the board this morning, pretty much, including Wall Street. December corn's down two and a quarter at 527. November beans are up just a penny right now at 1285. December wheat's unchanged at 717. July wheat down a penny right now at 712. Barrel cheese gained two cents yesterday at a dollar sixty. Forty pound block cheese that was down a penny and three quarters at one seventy and three quarters. Double A butter closed three cents higher yesterday at one seventy five and a quarter per pound. Don't go anywhere. The Wisconsin Beef Council stops by the studio in just a moment. Right here on the Midwest Farm Report. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Summer savings are yours at Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Replace your water heater and softener in the same visit and get a $100 discount. We've got you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all your commercial and residential plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning. Visit MononaPFP.com. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. A name you can trust when service is a must. Educated mortgage is where this way home. You're well aware of these gigantic mortgage companies that make it seem as though they can do everything for you rather quickly, when in fact, you end up in a call center where everything is cumbersome and expensive. Learn about our local process at educatedmortgage.com. Educated Mortgage, the smartest way home. Call Dan, the Mortgage Man. NMLS number 222652. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home, receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It's time again for Checkoff Chats. Of course, that's program brought to you courtesy of your beef checkoff dollars. Dairy farmers, don't forget that includes you as well. You can find more. Go to beeftips.com or you can follow them on social media. Wisconsin Beef Council and in studio with us, Angie Horkin from the Wisconsin Beef Council staff. Busy time of the year. A lot of different things going on. Of course, this week is World Beef Expo. Expo at State Fair Park in West Dallas. Next week, World Dairy Expo. And before I forget, people that want to stop on by can catch up with you folks at World Dairy Expo. Yeah, definitely. We'll be at World Dairy Expo. We'll be in the foyer of the big expo hall. Um, On your way to get the ice cream, stop in and say hello to us. Um, Yeah, we'll be talking about the beef checkoff. We'll have a great giveaway that you can sign up for. And of course, um, you can sign up for the drive. So our, our... e-newsletter. You can get it right in your 
email inbox once a month or quarterly just to keep you up to date on the checkoff and all the great things that we're doing here in Wisconsin and across the whole country. Let's talk a little bit more about that, what the checkoff is doing right here in the state of Wisconsin. One program that's ongoing right now involves our educators. Tell us a little bit about Beef in the Classroom. Yeah, so our Beef in the Classroom for this fall, now that we're back in school, kids are back in school, we're kicking it off. So um, family and consumer science teachers at the middle school and high school level, and also our ag instructors, um, middle school and high school level FFA instructors can sign up to receive a grant um, to help them in the classroom to buy beef. So those family and consumer science teachers can go out, go shopping, get some beef cuts that they would like to teach about, to have the kids cook. Um, we give out $100 up to $300, depending on the class sizes and the school sizes. Um, last year, we had 93 classrooms um, apply and actually get reimbursed for beef purchases. So we reached 6,000 students. And demographically, we cover the whole state with this program. So we have teachers from all across the state, um, way up north, of course, the urban areas in Milwaukee, they all um, were covering every county in the state with Beef in the Classroom grants. Um, so it's a great way to, to really help our teachers. Um, it's not easy being a teacher these days. So right, right. <laughs> we're definitely out there trying to help them. And, and that's still available if teachers or a parent or somebody is uh, inclined, you can still apply. Yes. So our fall application is open till September 30th. Um, right now we have 45 teachers that have already filled out applications and emailed them to us. So there's definitely room for more. So go to beeftips.com and on our homepage down at the bottom, we have resources and we have beef in the classroom right there. You just click right on that link. It takes you to the page. And if you're new to the program, it explains um, what it's all about, what it entails. And then there's a big red button that says register here or apply here and you can just fill it out. It's all electronic. Um, it's easy peasy. Good, good. Angie Horkin in studio with us from the Wisconsin Beef Council. We're talking a little bit about where your checkoff dollars are being channeled. And recently, uh, Wisconsin Beef Council elected uh, Rosie Lizway, the new president of the board, and also started looking ahead at 2022. Give me just a couple of the uh, bullet points that were brought up by the board members and where we're headed in 2022, Angie. Yeah, our Fiscal year 2022 starts October 1st. So we are there. We are right now wrapping up fiscal year 2021. Um, We're going to switch gears in a couple areas. But of course, in a lot of areas, we're not. We're going to stick to doing what we've been doing the last couple of years with our digital consumer advertising because it's working great. Um, But yeah, in about two weeks, we're going to kick off fiscal year 2022. Um, And our board did do some great strategic planning at the last board meeting. And we really set... um, some really uh, specific goals uh, for the year and how we want to reach people. And, you know, just to get to that um, end point, our mission statement to build beef demand that is sustainable for future generations. So, you know, having a producer led board, um, they really think that way. You know, they think this is my livelihood uh, and I need really need to um, to sustain that for me and all of my neighbors, everybody in Wisconsin. Um, So, yeah, we got some great marching orders. Um, Our three main pillars or drivers that we're going to stretch for promote and capitalize on the multiple advantages of beef, and that's where our nutrition message comes in. That's where our people message comes in so that 
taking the beef producer here in Wisconsin and connecting them to the Wisconsin consumer, all of that comes into there. And of course, recipes too, you know, having that great beef eating experience because it's got to taste good. Um, Then we want to grow consumer trust in our beef production uh, methods here in the state and then drive growth in beef exports. So we're still going to invest money into the U.S. Meat Export Federation and have a great presence down there in Central America that we've had a couple Right. Last couple of years, so. right? Well, and that's uh, that was the recent conversation with uh, some of the uh, beef council members that had gone to the special exchange in Central America. It looks like an outstanding opportunity. Uh, and overall tone from the board, Angie, are they pretty upbeat? Are they feel you know? So far, we've survived the pandemic. Are they feeling pretty upbeat? I would say yes. Um, everyone was very optimistic. Um, and very upbeat. So it was really nice. It was a great strategic planning session. It really gives us as a staff um, a great feeling to know that our board is happy. They are. Um, they feel we are headed in the right direction. Of course, it's <laughs> very important. Um, we will be adding a couple new um, program areas into the mix for fiscal year 2022, you know, coming off at 21, we really were virtually minded. So yeah, like everybody else, we did everything virtually, but now moving into 2022, we are going to keep some of those newer virtual elements and expand on them. I personally don't see a lot of society going back to what it was two years ago. I think if we can offer a virtual cooking class once a month, instead of asking a consumer to leave their home and spend three hours, like maybe driving and being at that class, we're going to do that. So we're starting that. Our first one's going to be October 28th. So you can cook right from your kitchen pan. So if you guys want to hop in, we're going to do a really fun ground beef recipe for Halloween. Um, so yeah, so we're taking what we learned in 2021 um, and extending that, even though maybe we will Hopefully the pandemic is all old news, right? <laughs> Soon. But we're still going to um, keep some of that those virtual elements that we feel are very successful. Yeah. So. Like you said, I think we all learned that it can work. Now, we were talking about you're going to be at World Dairy Expo. I do want to remind people to stop on by and say hello there. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be stressing at World Dairy Expo. Well, of course, we love going to World Dairy Expo and talking to the dairy farmers about what we do with their beef specifically, so how we move that dairy beef from here. And, and of course, that USMEF element is very important, uh, moving those cattle outside of our borders. Um, but yeah, then we're just going to um, we're gonna have a really great giveaway, too, so some fun stuff, and we're going to have a spice rub bar here and there, so you can make your spice rub and take it home. Um, but yeah, then we'll just have great checkoff information, a lot of Wisconsin-specific information you can talk to Tammy about, myself, Caitlin will be there. Um, it's going to be a good time. We always like to have fun at Dairy Expo. Yeah, don't we? It's a reunion of all kinds. Now, remember, everybody, uh, whether you're a straight beef producer, whether you're a dairy producer that contributes on that beef, for every dollar that you're investing in that beef checkoff, they are telling us that it's returning about $11.91 to the beef community in the way of profit, added uh, value, and so forth. So remember, if you've got questions about how your beef checkoff dollars are being spent, you've got specific questions, Andy and Angie and the staff will be there at World Dairy Expo. Great face-to-face opportunity there. Yeah, and if you've never met us, come say hi. We love meeting new producers. Um, it's kind of what Dairy Expo is all about. That's right.
That's right. It's a reunion. Angie Horkin in studio with us with Checkoff Chats. Again, brought to you courtesy of your Beef Checkoff dollars. Find more at beeftips.com. Get registered if you are an educator and want to be part of uh, Beef in the Classroom. Don't forget that ends. That opportunity ends on September 30th. And then looking ahead to 2022, their fiscal year, like she said, starts on October 1st. Check it all out at beeftips.com, Wisconsin Beef Council on uh, the social media or face-to-face at World Dairy Expo 2022. 21. That's